Get ready to break molds and blaze trends. Welcome to the Chelsea Home Podcast, your shortcut to wellness, business, and growth with a twist. Let's flip the script and unlock your full potential together. Do you ever feel like a fraud or that people are going to figure you out, that you don't know what you're doing, or you are trying to be someone you're not? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about imposter syndrome. And I just had this moment of absolute clarity uh, yesterday. I was thinking more about imposter syndrome because I just did a free webinar all about it for my private page for entrepreneurs in social selling who are looking to build a business but don't just want to focus on strategy without addressing stories um, first and building on timeless principles. So I was thinking more about this, and so this moment of clarity, it just hit me that we feel like an imposter when we're doing one of two things. We're either trying to be somebody else because maybe they're the epitome of success to me, so we're trying to do the things that they do, we're trying to present ourselves like they present themselves, we're trying to you know, essentially be them um, in hopes that we can also be successful. Or on the opposite side, we are trying to be an ideal that we have created in our minds of what success would look like, right? Like how would me as a successful person in whatever area what would that look like? Now, I don't want this to be confused with, you know, spending time envisioning what that's going to be like because that gives us direction. That gives us our brain something to hold on to um, to really get a sense of what it's going to be like um, when we are the best version of ourselves and I know that if you're here listening, you're someone who's committed to growth and growing every single day, and you know that it's a lifelong process. It's not just an end goal, and I think that that's the biggest difference. So when it comes to imposter syndrome, when you are you have this ideal of yourself that you're trying to live up to or this ideal of what it would actually look like to be successful, the problem comes in when it doesn't align with who you actually are or it's solely focused on checking the box, doing certain things, but failing to address the process or failing to spend time thinking about the actual stories, the actual belief that's going on under the surface. Um, and so I just, I thought this, this was so powerful. So really, imposter syndrome comes down to us just trying to be someone we're not because for whatever reason, we have defined or identified that type of behavior, that type of thinking, whatever, that way of presenting ourselves as the epitome of what success is in that area. Um, you know, so, and I've done this before, you know, I uh, if you are in the social selling world, you probably know and are familiar with Boss Lee, Jesse Lee, who unfortunately just passed away. And um, my friend and I were talking about this, and you know, of course, it 
it always brings you back to, you know, our days are numbered, life is short, we never really know. Um, and also just playing bigger in this world and serving others and making as big of an impact, not for our own legacy or praise or success, but honestly to give glory to God for the work that we've done in walking out the calling his place in our lives, right? So I was thinking about this and I was like, man, that leaves like a big hole in the industry when it comes to coaching. Um, I loved how she just told it like it is. And it was a very straightforward um, method of teaching people and training people in the industry while also continuing to build her own business and expanding and making an even bigger impact in other ways as she learned and grew, you know. And so I was like, well, how can I be more like her, right? <laughs> but here's the thing. I'm not her. And and so I think this is really what prompted that moment of clarity was, you know, who is it that God made me to be? Who is it that God says that I am? And how can I lean more into that, right? Because at the end of the day, that's where the stories are are housed. That's the beliefs. That's what impacts everything. And so it's like the action versus the internal. So the actions are the external that we see, right? Typically the symptoms versus the cause of what's going on inside, which is like the beliefs, the thoughts, the the patterns that we have. Um, you know, and this is why you heard me talk in the past about you know, especially when it comes to like fitness, right, working out, when you're trying to establish or you're working to establish new patterns and habits in your life, it's better to focus on the process and the person that you are becoming through that process versus just something you're doing. You know, it's and I and I've used this example before that, you know, if you are a smoker and you're saying I'm quitting smoking versus I'm not a smoker, that sits different in your brain and that impacts you differently in how you make decisions. Um, you know, so much of what we do every single day is based on subconscious behavior. We're not even thinking about it. We're on autopilot. And so if we solely focus on the symptoms or the strategies or the actions that we're taking, then we're only going to get so far until we come to a point of we cannot outwork, we cannot outdo or outthink our subconscious behavior because we didn't actually address the story that's going on. Um, you know, if you've ever tried to lose weight and, you know, you've been doing all the things, um, but then you find yourself falling back into old habits or you say, I'm going to do these things or I want these results. But at the end of the day, your actions are not lining up with what you said you really want. And you do feel like you really want it. Um, but when you take some time to look at the actual beliefs you have and how those are impacting and shaping the actions that you're taking then you can see that, you know what, I, I ideally want this result or, you know, but I'm actually not willing to give up or to change these other behaviors that I value more. You know, in the social selling world and building a business, it's hard work. And a lot of it comes down to 
choosing best over just good, right? It's it's making short-term sacrifices for long-term gain. And these are usually extremely small things, right? Like instead of watching TV every single night, it's saying, you know what, instead of doing that, I'm going to use that time I would have spent watching a TV show to actually work my business. I'm going to commit to that, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do that consistently. Now, does it mean that watching a TV show is bad? Absolutely not. Does it mean that you never get to watch a TV show again? Absolutely not. But it's prioritizing that action over a different action because you have matched up the the actions with the story first and the belief. And that belief is, I believe that this is worth my time. I believe that this is the person that I want to be. I believe that I can bet on myself here and I'm someone who's willing to do the work and make the sacrifices so that the results that I want are going to be possible. And especially on the days when I don't want to show up, I'm still going to do it because it's who I'm becoming. It's not actually not actually just something I do, right? Um, and so so when we think about imposter syndrome, it, it can show up in so many different ways. And it's just that feeling of inadequacy. It's that feeling of, you know, being a fraud or like we don't know enough or whatever it is. There's a story that we're telling ourselves there. And it's either, like I said, it's either based on comparison to somebody else or comparison to an ideal that we have established in our brain for whatever reason. And so if we can take the time to bring an awareness and address that story of who we are and why we do what we do and the direction that we're going, then it's really going to impact the actual strategies and the actions that we're taking every single day. Because again, I cannot stress this enough, If we only focus on the actions we're taking and we don't actually spend time working on the story and the beliefs that we have, we can only go so far. This is why, you know, I in in the industry that I'm in, I I see people in business and I've also sensed this in myself or witnessed this in myself that, you know, the growth that it took personally within me, the development that was required to get to a certain level in my business was not enough or able to get me to the next point in my business. And I actually needed to grow even more. And usually it's not about changing any actions necessarily. It's more about changing the belief of what I think is possible matched with what I'm willing to do, what I'm not willing to do, and how I'm choosing to prioritize my time and then following through regardless of how I feel in that moment or not, right? I'd always said, you know, as I was building my business that every day I was committed to doing at least one thing to move my business forward every single day, at least Monday through Friday. Didn't always work weekends. And now I don't I don't typically work weekends and you know, I think <clears throat> That's the beautiful thing about the social selling industry, network marketing, call it what you, whatever you want. Um, you know, there's more work in the beginning, less payoff, then it balances out. And then 
there's less work and more payoff. And that's the beautiful thing about it and that it complements your life and it doesn't compete with your life, right? So if you're feeling like an imposter, I encourage you to look not at the symptoms, not at the areas where you feel like you're falling short or you're not being authentic. And instead, look at the story that you're telling yourself or look at the trigger of comparing yourself to somebody else and then understand, understand this. Okay, so this is like the biggest thing with imposter syndrome syndrome is that evidence is what our brains need because when we have a belief, our brains are looking for evidence to support that belief, to reiterate that it is true, to support that that is actually truth, right? Just a belief, having a belief does not necessarily mean that it's true. It just means that it's a, a continuous thought on repeat <laughs> that we tell ourselves, right? Um, so, Evidence is what our brains are looking for. So in order to overcome this feeling of inadequacy, feeling like an imposter, a fraud, whatever, um, it takes action that creates new evidence. And the more action that we take to create the new evidence based on the new story that we have rewritten, the new belief we have rewritten, then... The more evidence we have, that is what builds confidence in our brains that, yes, I know what I'm doing because look at this evidence. But here's the thing. The only way to create that kind of evidence is to do things that are uncomfortable, to do things that are unknown, to do things that are kind of scary, but thankfully it's just perceived fear and not actual danger, right? And that is how you build confidence is through the evidence that's created by doing scary, hard things that make us uncomfortable and continuing to do them over and over and over until it becomes more of our self or subconscious behavior, more autopilot, right? Like I remember <laughs> um, when I was at the John Maxwell certification um a live conference this was back in 2019 i think um and he said you know people ask me if i get nervous when i talk and he's like i've done over a hundred thousand hours of speaking on a stage you know so he created all of the evidence that he needed for his brain to not feel afraid anymore of doing this because it became like second nature to him. It went in he he went into autopilot, right? And so that's the way we need to look at this imposter syndrome is recognizing first what is the story? Is it is it based on comparing to other people or comparing to an ideal that we've set? Then understanding that the only way through that is to understand how our brains work, to understand that we can't just focus on actions. We need to address those stories first or we're only going to get so far and we're going to end up frustrated and stuck in this cycle of always starting over or this even, you know, just going deeper into feeling like we have no idea what we're doing, right? But instead look back at the evidence that you do know what you're doing. And here's the thing too. You know, if 
if you feel like, well, I'm not an expert or I don't know enough or blah, 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 it doesn't matter. Do you know more than somebody else who knows nothing about whatever area? Can you turn around and help them? I always think that. I'm not the most successful or the smartest or have it all together or the most physically fit or all the things. Let me tell you, when I became a certified personal trainer, (laughs) I don't look like a certified personal trainer. I am not built that way, but that was never my goal. I actually, I, I like my curves. I like my solid muscles. You know, my goal was strength, endurance fitness, being able to show up in my life however I want and not be limited by my body or my lack of mobility or those kinds of things. Um, But let me tell you, I dealt with a lot of imposter syndrome. Like, who am I to think that I know anything to actually not only get my own results, but help other people get their own results? But here's the thing. I jumped in. I took some risks. Um, and the company that I'm partnered with uh, for personal training, they took some risks on me too, and they helped train me. And I created that evidence of helping clients get results. And so I was able to work through that. And it started with not you know, recognizing that I'm not like the others in the industry, and that's okay. And that's actually a good thing because when I lean more into who I am and who God made me to be, I'm able to show up and serve people um, differently than a lot of other people in the industry. And so I want you to think about that in your life of, you know, if you can lean into who it is that God made you to be, you're going to be able to serve other people in a way and in a capacity and with an energy that others in the same field or industry or whatever, are not going to be able to do because you have your own story. You have your specific message. You have your audience of people that you're talking to, whether this is in your career or it's in you know, a, a business or even just with your family or the community that you're surrounded in, right? Um, and so lean into that, my friend. I hope you found this encouraging. I hope you know that you are an original. You are unique, and that's the best thing about you, and that trying to be like somebody else is not going to help you, and trying to live up to some ideal is not going to help you either. And really what's going to help the most is when you practice getting to the root of why you feel the way you feel and getting honest with yourself of what are you willing to do to change the results that you're getting and how are you going to rewrite the story in order to support whatever actions you do decide that you are willing to take and to take them consistently. Hope you enjoyed this, my friends. Have a great day. Thanks for joining the Chelsea Home Podcast journey. If you've enjoyed challenging the norm and embracing growth with a twist, share the love. Don't forget to subscribe. Until next time, keep defying expectations and keep leaning into who God made you to be. Don't stop the